Hello, I'm Julian Gwillem, and welcome to another episode of the Aprio Voice. Today, Alan Argyle speaks to Mark Layton, a colleague with a long publishing career and who has a special expertise in content marketing and digital magazines. This rapidly expanding platform is an exciting new area for Aprio Digital. I sincerely hope you enjoy Mark's insights into the role and history of digital magazines being driven with a content marketing format. Hi, Mark. Hello, Al. So we're here to talk content marketing. It is such a buzzword, I suppose, at the moment. Uh, every second job advert is looking for a content marketing specialist. In essence, what's content marketing all about? Yeah, you're right. It is a, a buzzword. Um, but rather, it's an approach to presenting a story rather than a specific thing. Obviously, it's marketing and content. You know, that, that includes things written, animated, video, and, and so on, uh, to an audience. And of course, the content has to be relevant. It must educate, engage, inspire, and entertain. But it's not a, a sales or PR platform. As a matter of fact, if you write great content that does all of the above, uh, inspire, entertain, educate, and so on, um, and then you push a product, the, the whole credibility of the story or even the campaign can fail. Because business has embraced content marketing, there's often a commercial aspect to what we need to consider. So there could be subtle branding, uh, but the company or business is a hero through the content of, of value, not through sales or, or product or hype. We've, we've adopted a sort of a tick box approach, and the aim is to give the reader the audience value so that we ask ourselves, does the story educate, inspire, here we go, and entertain again? And if it's yes, does it engage? Is there a prompt? Is there a call to action? Uh, yes. So if we tick one or more of those boxes, we're on the road to creating um, the, the right kind of content. Um, of course, you know, for some time now, digital world has provided uh, a lot of content marketing opportunities and platforms like on social media, digital magazines, website, blogs, and so on. And a good campaign will tick all the content boxes and exploit all the relevant platforms. So... What is content marketing? It, it's kind of selflessly serving an audience with valuable content. And when you do this, trust is formed. And like every long-term relationship, um, once trust is there, everything else falls into place. Inspire, entertain, educate, those are big ambitions. Any, anybody doing it particularly well at the moment? Yes, a lot of companies are. And, uh, and I'll mention a couple. Um, uh, and when you say at the moment, one company has been doing this for over a hundred years. So a moment ago, we, we spoke about content marketing being a, uh, a new phenomenon, a buzzword, but it's, it's certainly been around for a long time. And uh, John Deere in particular is recognized as, as the father, probably by now the great-grandfather of content marketing. In the late 1800s, uh, he wanted to help farmers in the mid-US uh, uh, to get the best out of their land and the best out of their business. So he launched a magazine called The Furrow, and it, it taught farmers about soil, crops, cattle, fertilizer, nutrition, animal care, uh, even business and finance, and education. Because, you know, some farmers uh, been in in, uh, in distant places had to homeschool their, their children. So if you look at what uh, the content was uh, was formulated around, which is that, that that list I've just sort of rattled off. There's no mention of John Deere in there. 
And I'm not sure how true this is, but uh, apparently over a 50-year period of publishing The Furrow, uh, there is not one mention of John Deere in the stories in, in the magazine. The, there's some discreet publication branding, but no selling of product in the, in the content. Uh, the Furrow is now available in 17 countries. First issue was in the late 1800s, so it's still going 120, 130 years later, with the same purpose of, of serving the farming community and their families. Um, and just by the way, you know, who's the leading global supplier of farming equipment today? You talk about a, a approach, a philosophy that's been around for 120, 130 years that, that almost presupposes this is, this is an approach that's not channel or platform specific. Um, it's gone through print magazine, through to probably digital formats. We're certainly seeing a big rise of content marketing in the digital magazine space. Expand a little bit more on that one. Okay, so... Digital magazines, just like it's, it's print relative, really, it's a magazine that needs to educate, inspire, entertain. There we go again. Uh, the main difference with digital is content has to be more concise. We know that in the digital world, content is consumed in a more immediate fashion. Um, so the content has to adapt to this. We still need to write creatively and, and to take the reader on a journey. Uh, but we have to do it with fewer words. And it's, it's quite a skill, as you can imagine. Of course, digital magazines also carry video and animated content, which print magazines just can't. Uh, but the biggie, the, the main thing with uh, digital content is that everything is measurable. And on a commercial basis, that, that is hugely important. In print, of course, we had ABC figures and AMPs that, uh, that tracked some basic demographic and sales figures. But in digital, we have analytics that show incredible detail of reader activity, like what stories are read, which videos are watched, which links are clicked, where readers are based. There's, there's literally nowhere to hide. Um, it's a real game changer and allows us as, as content marketers to fine-tune a content strategy and re respond to audience needs on the fly. You talk about audience needs. Uh, does this imply that you can perhaps push the product to very customised audiences rather than sort of sitting waiting for them to take it off a shelf? How, how does the audience segmentation and identification work? Okay, that's a great question. And let's first agree that any content strategy is, is audience-driven. Um, the audience is usually who the client has already defined. Uh, so in our workshops, we'll know that it's typically a database usually of either consumers, subscribers, business partners, shareholders, or, or staff. Um, the needs of each audience drives the need for a magazine or content campaign. So the question is not so much what is the audience, but what does the audience need? So companies that are looking to do something different, to engage in different ways, to... Yeah, to, to really, as you say, inspire, entertain, educate. What are some of the considerations that they should be looking at when it comes to digital magazines? So digital magazines is, is one option, really, but it's the ability of a digital magazine to package content and deliver it in a magazine style, and, it, and it's proving to work. You know, digital is fast-paced, and, and if it has any weaknesses, it's that readers don't give the time to the client, to the, to the to publication or the platform to absorb detail. But with digital magazines, we're seeing that readers are prepared to absorb and engage at a deeper level, provided, of course, that the mags and the content is presented correctly. And again, it's a skill that's developed and that we've managed to hone. The upshot is, of course, that a magazine 
magazines are creating meaningful connection with the audience, like they, like they were with print, and maintaining the punch and convenience of a digital environment. You spoke about measurement a little bit earlier and being able to see so real time how the product is being received with the audience. Um, give us a sense of the the acceptance rates or the reading rates within some of the, the projects that Aprio is busy with, the more successful ones? Yeah, it's not unusual. You know, we, we talk about benchmark acceptance rates and open rates um, at around about 20%. And uh, that seems to be the norm that a lot of uh, content marketers who are marketing to a database are prepared to accept that means, of course, that 80% of the audience is potentially falling on, on the wayside. Uh, that's never been quite acceptable to, to the Aprio team. So we, we achieve significantly higher levels of, uh, of engagement than 20% and open rates uh, based on a specific strategy that we adopt. And, of course, that strategy is, uh, is working very well and we'd love to share it with more people to, to show how we do it. So there we have it, uh, a little bit of exposure to content marketing. Thanks for sharing your expertise with us. You're welcome, Al. Thanks a lot.